Good evening, and tonight it is good to be back with you, and it has been a season for sure. Uh, it has been uh, finally possible for me to uh, begin to broadcast uh, live. Uh, it's been almost two weeks now, uh, but I am sitting in Indiana. I don't know if that has anything to do with it or not, uh, but I am sitting in Indiana tonight in a hospital uh, parking lot uh, after doing some uh, hospital visits and uh, thought I'm going to try one more time to do the nightly devotion. And here it is. So uh, maybe the Lord does bless other states except for Illinois, but uh uh, so if it's kind of shaky, or if you can't hear me well, uh, that's why. Like I said, I'm sitting in a parking lot, and uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, the last time we were together, uh, we were looking at how King David and uh, the king from uh, Tyre were working together to build the temple, chapter 6. And in chapter 7, we begin to see the outline of the temple and what the temple looks like and how uh, David builds the temple. Um, but down in chapter 7, and tonight I'm not going to read it to you because uh, I actually do not have a Bible in my car. So I was studying from my Bible on my phone, but the thing about your Bible on the phone is you cannot have your Bible and your video up at the same time. Uh, so in Second First Samuel chapter 7, God tells Solomon something. He tells him that if he will walk and if he will execute, if he will keep um, the commands of God and the uh, statutes of God, if you go down, I think it's a verse 11 to 14, um, God gives him this understanding that Solomon, you can build the temple, uh, Solomon, you can enjoy the temple, but just because you build this temple does not mean that I'm going to bless you. And as Christians, sometimes I think we get in that mindset that if I'll just go to church enough, or if I'll just give enough money, if I just won't do bad things, then God has to bless me. But what we really see is God tells Solomon that he wants him to obey him because of his heart, the heart that he has for God and the things of God. And so he tells him there, walk in my ways, walk in my statutes, execute my commands. What he is telling Solomon here is, is I want you to live out the faith that you have. I want you to live out the relationship that I have and that you have with me. And so Jesus summed it up like this. If you love me, obey my commandments. And we are definitely living in a day and age where no one wants to go to hell, but nobody wants to love and obey God either. Uh, we hear it all the time and, well, I was born this way, or it's not that big of a deal. But what Solomon is told by God here, that if you want this kingdom to endure, if you want the blessings to continue to flow, 
uh, you have to not only say that you love me, you have to live out that faith. And I've asked myself this question a lot because God knew that Solomon was not going to be perfect. He knew that Solomon was a sinner like you and like me. And so why does God tell us that obedience is something that matters to him if he knows we're going to fail? I believe it is because God wants the heart behind obedience. God knows I'm going to stumble. God knows I'm going to fall. God knows I'm going to make mistakes. God knows I'm going to uh, do things and I'm going to leave my look at myself in the mirror and say, what in the world were you thinking? But it's important that God to God, that our hearts have a desire for him, that we have a desire to want to please him. That's why our culture literally teaches us that it's easier to ask forgiveness than permission. But as a Christian, my walk with God should be, oh, I can't believe I did that. God, I'm sorry I did that. Not, I'm going to do it and ask God for forgiveness later. Or I'm going to ignore God's command because God is merciful and long-suffering. He is long-suffering. He is merciful. The Bible says that God is willing to forgive our sins and he is merciful and he is long-suffering and he is willing to throw our sins into the lake of forgetfulness and he is uh, willing to forgive our sins as far as the east is from the west. That's who God is. That's how much he loves us. But what he tells us here is a couple different things and there are four words that I really wanted to pull out of this verse from 1 Kings chapter 7 is walk, execute, keep. Those are the three words for us. We have to live out our faith every day. We have to live intentionally to execute. I know people that like to play golf or like to shoot a bow and arrow or love to exercise their Second Amendment and shoot uh, firearms. Um, and in those events, it is fun to shoot. It is fun to play. But it is effective and it is really fun when you are good at it. Uh, when you hit the golf ball close to the pin, not in the sand trap. It is exciting when you uh, put that arrow on a target from a distance that you really probably shouldn't be able to with a bow. Or it is exciting to line in one from long range uh, with a rifle and hit that target because effectiveness is important. And so God wants us to execute our life for him. And we see that because we walk in his commandments, we execute out our faith through obedience, but then we are to keep because all of us have a tendency when we start something to not endure. For instance, a diet. Um, I had lost right at 40 some pounds. I uh, had some health issues. I had to have a surgery or two and so was not able to be as active and have put some of that weight uh, back on. Not all of it, thankfully. I, I still don't look like I ate my twin again, but uh, I didn't have a twin. That's just a joke. Um, but I, I am to keep focused because the tendency is to drift from God. You said, Jake, I thought there were four important words. There are. But the fourth does not involve us. It involves God. Because in that verse, it says, then. God says, if you will love him and follow him and seek him, and that means ask forgiveness when you fail. Then I, God says, 
then God says to Solomon, I will keep those promises that I made to your father. And friends, tonight I'm thankful that the Bible says that when you call on the name of the Lord, that he will save you. I'm thankful tonight that when God saves you, he promised to keep you, that nothing could separate you from him. And so tonight I want you just to think and remember that God is faithful. God is faithful even when we aren't. But God wants us to have a desire to please and honor and serve him. And so tonight, it's been great to be back with you. I, Like I said, I'm sorry that the screen is shaky. My arm uh, can only hold up my uh, phone for so long. Uh, and uh, like I said, it's a parking lot at, I uh, can't think what hospital I'm at, St. Vincent's. And so uh, getting ready to head back home. And so it's hopefully uh, the Lord will allow us to, to get back on track. And it's been great to be with you. And so I pray that the that the Lord is willing and Facebook is not crazy uh, that we will see each other again tomorrow night. And so God bless you and your family.